Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I am the Muscle, joined by the neatest co-host, Mozzie. That's pretty neat. It's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. <laughs> oh, that takes me back. How's it going, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah, did that video. Oh man, that's a that's a throwback video. That and um recently I showed someone well I told someone about then I showed them with their permission the uh, grapefruit technique video. The which one? The grapefruit technique. Have you have you never you not I mean I might have seen it and not known the name of it. Is it's it? where it's where she like basically tells you how you can like use the grapefruit as like a sex thing and like um she makes this like oh it yes. sounds like a banshee yeah. when she like de- demonstrates yeah i've seen this <laughs> but it's, it's the noise is that that's the main thing yep had a grapefruit your man yep <laughs> got a blindfold of me <laughs> yep I, yeah oh man but uh speaking of blindfolds it seems like the jets are operating with blindfolds on at all times <laughs> because jamal adams wants out that's it's, what it's saying, man. Yeah. It's like it's it's more official now. Like it sounded like he wanted out, but now he's kind of more or less said he wants out. Yeah, it's I don't. It's weird. It's because I mean he has virtually no leverage, right? I don't think so. <laughs> he, he's still under contract for two years. He's already he's saying he wants to get out, but like I don't know. I feel like at the end of the day, you have to realize that. Joe Douglas isn't going to trade him for what for anything less than he's worth. Yeah, I feel like that if anything this is a sign to get rid of Gase more because <laughs> apparently he wants out because he hates Gase. Well, so that was uh that brings me to a good point, which is Manesh Mehta is like the worst journalist ever. I didn't see history. what he posted recently. Well, he posted that. Oh. He had no source though. Oh, cuz I saw it so like source said and I'm like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't know he had posted that. Right. Um. So everybody hates him because he just like puts makes things out to pot. stir the pot and has makes baseless speculation. And whether or not Jamal Adams wants out because of Gase, like we have no idea. Yeah, I was about to say though, like how much <laughs> how much of that do you think is still the reason? I mean, he liked Greg Williams. I'll say that. Mm-hmm. That and he works with him a lot more. Um. But yeah. So. I don't know. I think there's really only two scenarios. One, Joe Douglas just kind of like lets the little tantrum run off and puts him in timeout for a bit. <laughs> just tells him to stop being a bitch. Um, and honestly, I think Joe Douglas just kind of sits and waits. He doesn't have to do anything. If he gets an offer that he would have traded Jamal Adams for before all this anyway, then I think he would do it. But I don't mm-hmm. think he's going to just ship him off for nothing. No. No reason to. And there's a few I like there's a few things I want to go into about Jamal Adams too, about why he's not re- even really worth all this. Mm. And even though he's great, he is probably the league's best box safety. He's not a free safety. He's a box mm. safety. He does not play in coverage at all in what many would call a passing league. Um I'm not saying he's not useful. He's absolutely great at stopping the run, but you have to remember that the Jets were bad, and mm-hmm. <laughs> their defense was had a lot of holes in it. C.J. Mosley was out. Avery Williamson was out. Um, like they basically what Jamal Adams was able to do is make all the tackles that the rest of those positions are supposed to be making. Mm-hmm. So when I hear things like him going to the Cowboys, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because they don't really need that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't elevate them that much. The reason they went 8-8 eight and eight last year with a plus 100-whatever point differential wasn't because they didn't have a star safety. It was probably because of Jason Garrett. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, moves like that don't make sense to me. They, like, they need a good free safety. Like, if yeah. they could get, like, Kevin Bayard, that would help the Cowboys out a lot more than paying 15 to $20 million for a Box. I feel like I feel like Jamal Adams would make a lot of sense on like the Cardinals or like maybe the and Rams. That was my next point. Was he needs to go to whatever team is playing the Niners twice a year because <laughs> he is basically like kryptonite for a good run scheme, which is what the Niners run yeah. out of. So like, 
I was just imagining like Jamal Adams and Isaiah Simmons, and like, and then you basically only need those two linebackers like, as, <laughs> as linebackers in a way. I guess you could pretty much have like your corners and those two, and then like a bunch of right, linemen and get some really weird looks. Like if you have those two, that's like. Yeah, no, I like the car. The Cardinals are one of my teams that I thought like if they were going to trade, that that would actually make a lot of yeah. sense. You would have two like pretty versatile pieces there to do a lot with. Ooh, that'd be pretty scary. Mm-hmm. But. But yeah, no, so I I don't know. The whole Jamal Adams thing is just kind of a head scratcher because he was so good and seemed so, you yeah. know, loyal. I think, I think most likely thing is he's in New York again this year. <laughs> so <laughs> Honestly, most likely. Um, he's kind of backed himself into a corner. Like, there are teams that are just going to look at the way he's talked and be like, why would we trade for this guy? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not all teams, but that's definitely some of them. And... Like that, he could hold out. It doesn't really matter. He's still under contract for two years. The Jets are sorry, still bad, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> right? Say. They're not like, oh, we need you to win because we'll we win need a you bunch. To go seven and nine. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the uh, unfortunate part of it for them. But yeah. Anyway, um, next little tidbit. Speaking of uh, defunct organizations, former uh, Washington Redskin <laughs> Trent Williams is now a Niner. That happened earlier off in the offseason, but. The big thing is that he has um, passed his physical, like, officially, so. Yay. That, I, I would say that, you know, that matters. It's, like, a big deal because he's. That was definitely a question. He sat out for a whole year. Yeah, because he's, like, he's super good, so. Oof. It was, like, a, just yeah. got better. Yeah, fifth round this year and the third round next year. I remember what the trade was, like, that happened during the draft for it. But, yeah, that's. Peanuts. Peanuts, dude. Oh. They traded him for peanuts. <laughs> the Niners are gonna try to run even more, I bet. But and then so uh there is some Jay Cutler news. I would like you to delve into this, please. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if any of you saw this online, but the other day he posted that his uh chicken coop, uh which was the first time I heard that Jay Cutler had a chicken coop, was uh viciously attacked and a number of his chickens were killed. He described it as a massacre. <laughs> um, <clears throat> he isn't sure who the culprit is. He is going to uh, keep a lookout, keeping an eye on his cat, who uh, he w- was very suspiciously at the scene of the crime. Um, but uh, story still developing. Hmm. <laughs> Dang the cutty coop. The cutty coop. Cutty coop poop shoot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, then we think of that picture where Jay Cutler just like showed his butt, or like his wife posted a picture of like of him like standing there, and everyone just saw Jay Cutler's butt. <laughs> Man does not care. <laughs> oh no! But that's why I texted like I want like a thirty for thirty of like all these guys with like a lot of talent that like could have like if they had like you know the I don't know, it's like I guess like a Brady work ethic if they were like that type of guy they would have been all timers, but they just you know. <laughs> They're like they just happened to be good at football, and then it made them some money, and they were good. They just coasted. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the thing too. Like, I wonder like how many athletes just realize they are super good at the sport, and then played long enough to make money, and then there's like, fuck it. Oh, I'm sure there's a decent amount of those. You have that in everything, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the people are just super good at it, and then do it for a bit, and then they're done. So, <laughs> or they know they don't. They can like maintain a level of laziness while still. Yeah. <laughs> average so that they'd have no incentive to further themselves <laughs> i feel like that was Jameis, since considering he just now got lasik but he just right yeah uh, speaking of Jameis, do what i say who knows <laughs> but uh so his former team the bucks a couple players have tested positive for coronavirus so uh, it's it's gonna keep happening keep popping up so yeah they uh i think they said that Pretty much a third of the teams have at least one player with it. Oh dang! Yeah, I was—I said I'm, I have no clue if we'll have a season at this point, but I hope we do. No clue. Hope we do. Mm-hmm. Keep talking like we're going to. <laughs> Whoop de doo! This will be like the Madden year. <laughs> NFL will just be like Madden streams. I mean, that's what creating simulations. <laughs> oh, you mean like actual? I thought we were talking like Madden stats, so just actual. It's gonna be. They, they, they did like a tournament of like uh, they had like a play from each team like play as their team 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I think uh, at the end it was Godwin and his Bucks versus uh, Hollywood and his and his Ravens and uh, Holly, Hollywood won. Damn, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it was I mean, he, you have to imagine there are some good Madden players on these NFL teams, right? Yeah, just because like they know football, so they have that huge advantage anyway. But on another level, yeah. that or they just you know like go Michael Vick and just <laughs> yeah. Well, well, it's funny because Hollywood, like he the the clip they showed was he had himself in taking a direct snap and he just housed it. <laughs> I'm like hey, that maybe would work. Yeah, you never know. Mm-hmm. But. Moving on, we have uh, Goddard got uh, sucker punched <laughs> randomly. Oh yeah, that was really random and bizarre. Yeah, like I like if you had to tell me, hey, pick a player that you think is going to get sucker punched like on a night out. I would Goddard might be like the last person I think of. <laughs> it certainly wouldn't be a name I thought of at all. No, yeah, I like I, have no, I know nothing about him like. <laughs> But, I'm sitting there like, uh, probably like Aqib Talib, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, that makes sense. Yeah. He would definitely get like, get a fight. But... Or like whoever met Vontez Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Pac-Man Jones. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so... <laughs> do it. Mason Rudolph. <laughs> Gladly. So, yeah, apparently he was hospitalized. It sounds like he's all good, but... That's just super random. That's really dangerous. I'm really, I'm curious. Like, like I saw like just the pretty much the clip of like right before he got punched and then he got punched. But like, I have no clue like what led up to it. Probably some guys trying to be like assholes and like trying to be cool and be like, oh, big NFL guy, huh? Right. But I've yeah. Who the hell knows? But I mean, that shit's dangerous because a lot of times people don't realize people die from getting punched in the face, and it's not because of the punch. It's because they get knocked out while they're standing and then they hit the ground and their head hits the floor mm-hmm. with no restraint just bam yeah big old yep big old brain damage hit yeah man it's scary so yeah. glad he's okay uh i wonder if we'll find anything else about it or if that'll just kind of like get pushed away yeah as far as i know he's all good i'll kind of look it up as we go but um next up we have the lion's owner uh stepping down so 94 man that's old as, that's 94. old as shit man that's old like there's old and then there's old <laughs> it's like old 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 but in that uh men in black meme it's like old and busted <laughs> new hot thing. <laughs> oh my gosh but so yeah, yeah uh, the replacing it it will be her daughter i believe sheila yes who we who we established looks like a nice like high school counselor but like a good one like one that like helps you like figure out your college stuff you know yeah she seems like she knows what she's talking about Mm -hmm. she looks nice (laughs) she looks nice Mm -hmm. Uh, don't really know a whole lot about the family to be honest not a diehard uh lions guy here though i love my matt stafford but (laughs) i mean change of ownership with a kind of a you know down spiraling perpetually franchise i don't know <laughs> might be good yeah who knows i mean some of like i don't think the lions ownership like necessarily was like the huge problem it wasn't like a like uh like washington thing or um right like cleveland thing or whatever but i mean at a certain point if you make it up that hires it's kind of yeah like, they're more just like cursed yeah than just you know rotten from within oh yeah they, they are a thousand percent cursed <laughs> but and then so the hall of fame game has officially been canceled oh so i mean not like anyone like yeah when cares, is that <laughs> but, but yeah the the initial game to the steelers and cowboys has been canceled um, normally would be in august yeah i think so um which yes. is pretty uh, up close, you know. That's pretty soon. So, but because yeah. what is it like? Camp like Kansas stuff usually start like pretty much a month from now, like late July. So mm-hmm. I I assume that won't happen as normal. I have no clue how it's going to continue, but yeah, it's an uh, it's an NFL event that's being canceled because of this. So. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I wonder if we'll get it to where like everyone like plays like like we get like the VR stuff going for them, but then like they instead of like you know Zeke being Zeke, Zeke's like you know, like Miss Piggy or something, or like he picks Chewbacca as his avatar. <laughs> or, like of course like Mahomes picks Kermit, but like right. you know we're we're at like Raiders practice and all of a sudden Hunter Renfro comes in as like Carl Weezer as his avatar in the in this virtual <laughs> football landscape like. <laughs> But, like, honestly, like, I feel like they could easily get, like, Oculus Rifts and shit for all these players and just be like, all right, we're going to virtually practice. Oh, I would so want that and everyone gets their own avatar. Oh, yeah. Dude, but, like, because then, like, um, what was I going to say? Like, because, you know, like, they got the ones where, like, you've got the thing on you where you can, like, literally run around and shit, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But oh yeah, because oh yeah, I was like, isn't because Hard Knocks is supposed to be the, like both the LA teams, but um, I have no clue if that like how that's gonna happen with all this. But oof, yeah. Well, it's funny that's the Chargers and Rams. Like the Chargers, like I couldn't think of a more boring team to pick than the Chargers. <laughs> so they just said like, we'll do like we'll like do the Rams, but like everyone's like, you want to do the throw the Chargers in with them, you know? So people have to remember that they exist. Yeah. It's gonna be funny. Thing is, like, I wish, I wish it would have been like with Philip Rivers though, because like that was like the one player I would like kind of be interested in seeing. Yeah, because at least he's got some personality. Yeah, well, we would get to hear all his like replacement cusses. <laughs> I feel like Anthony Lynn won't give you an inch. Like he'll just like stoicize you to death. Yeah, I'm like who? Uh, oh, Justin Jackson's, like, an interesting person, though, like, based on, like, his Twitter and stuff. I feel like he... Bah, 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 yeah. I feel like he'd be... He'll be, like, one of the fun guys on the show. Maybe. But... Anyway. Uh, moving on, we've got Josh Gordon. Um, he's supposed to hear back on his reinstatement within a month, pretty much. Uh, weed's allowed now, apparently, so I guess he's... I guess he's good. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, so. his complication is so messed up. Maybe he's in trouble for violating like a rule at this point, as opposed to the actual weed thing. So yeah, I've got no clue. <laughs> but oh, and he's been quarantined for a few months. I uh, hope he's doing all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, anytime we get Josh Gordon back on the field, it's it's fun. So yeah, he was still good. Yeah, like, when he was with the Seahawks, he was still, like, effective and useful with the Seahawks just recently, so. Right. So, I would love to see him back. Mm-hmm. Back. And then, uh, another guy out of the league, we've got Antonio Brown. Um, the reports that some teams were interested in him. One of the ones that came out had said, like, Seahawks and Ravens, which I didn't get, because I know the Ravens had said previously they didn't, like, really want him. And then, just, like, a couple of days ago, I guess Justina Anderson came out and put it out that the Ravens probably are not a destination, but apparently the okay. Seahawks have some legit interest. I mean, if he gets instated, I assume a lot of teams would have legit interest. I think so. It's been a long time since he said anything, at least to my knowledge. Yeah. I feel like he's been quiet. Um, I think if he got, like, reinstated, like, a lot of teams would call him up. Yeah, I, bet, I, mean, I think the Steelers, like, kind of need him, but they could use receiver. <laughs> They could they could use an Antonio Brown. Yeah, the Patriots really need him, but I don't know if that would. They need a couple. Yeah, so I was talking to someone about Jared Stidham. I'm like, listen, I have no idea how good he is or isn't, but unless he is better than the iteration of Tom Brady they had last year, like he's gonna have a rough time because like the team like they have a good O line, a good coach, and then they suck ass. Like (laughs) it's rough. Yeah. I mean, what Brady was able to do with the pieces he was given last year, you're not, like, I'm sorry, Jared Stidham, they're, they're a five to six win team. They'll probably go six and ten. Um, that That's where I'm at. Their defense is good enough to win them games, but they're not. Yeah, like. They're rebuilding. They just aren't going to say it. They have uh, to. They held on to Brady as long as they could, but he's gone. And, no, I don't have any faith in Jared Stidham. Because, no, like. We talked about him a lot. Like he had a good second to last year, then his last year was meh, and then we've not seen him at all. Like I, I have no reason to think he'll be an upgrade. But I don't know, like because Nikhil Harry looked like even when he was on the field, he looked lost last year. Like not only said lost, but he did not look like an NFL receiver at all. And then 
I felt bad because I was off of him. Like I was like, I'm not drafting this guy. And then he got hurt. And yeah. I felt really bad. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was, it was his rookie year. We'll have to see. Yeah. Like unless, unless like the injury was causing him to look bad, like, like kind of leftover lingering, you know, pain from the injury. Like when he was on the field, he just did not look like capable. So maybe getting healthy off full off season will help, but that would be like, that'd be a big jump. And then everyone else, it's, it's Julian Edelman and then, like, a bunch of, like, rookies and second-year guys pretty much. So, Patriots could use A.B. So, we'll see where he ends up. And then uh, Dak Prescott signed his franchise tender. He's, like, $31.4 million for that. But they're still he's still looking for the long-term deal. I think he wants, like, a four-year deal, he said. But, yeah, he wants a long-term deal. Uh-huh. As is expected. Yep. Do you think they pay him? I mean, they sh- so where they have their good O-line, they've got probably the best receiving trio in the league, like, if not top two. Like, they, they have a great receiving trio. Yes, they do. Like, his stats are only going to get better. Like, he's not going to regress, I don't think. Like, their offense is awesome on paper. So. Still got Zeke. Yeah. <laughs> like. You've got, yeah, Cooper, Lamb. Um, Gallup, Zeke, and like I guess they're tight ends, Jarwin, I guess, but like Tony yeah, they could use backup. A, yeah, like they could use a great tight end, but other than that, they're they're pretty stacked. Um, yeah. I mean, I think, I mean, I I like Dak personally. I mm. think he's a pretty good quarterback. I don't yeah. understand all the hate that he gets. Um, what I like about Dak a lot is just sort of a lot of his not physical attributes his intangibles his like I think he's a really good leader I think he's really mature and knows mm-hmm. PR and all these other things I think he's really like it's just a mature old soul kind of quarterback um, and he's very like objective he's able to look at things objectively I don't know like he's got a good head on his shoulders and he put up like 5,000 yards last year why are people hating on him yeah I'm like, I'm like, I'm like the Cowboys I'm like you guys got like a seamless transition from Romo like please don't fuck this up right like you, you it is so lucky to like as an organization to get like a seamless transition like that or even if you like cause like Colts have had like a gap year like to luck pretty much rip and then um rip like far to Rogers but like this doesn't happen, so Cowboys just don't fuck it up, please. But you never know. Yeah, no, I mean it's pretty rare. The only the only one I can think of is uh, Favre to Rogers, mm. really. Yeah, just, like doesn't happen. Alex Smith wasn't bad, but he's not Pat Mahomes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking like like a like a very solid, super long term guy too. Another. Yeah, it was, yeah, so. So, yeah, it's... It's fell into their laps. I hope they take advantage. But, um... Moving on from the news. We, um... Last time, I kind of... Stepped off of the, like, zero RB talk a little bit. And, um... For me, a lot of that... It's not, it's not like saying, oh, don't take a running back, like, at all. It's saying that, like, you don't have... I don't think you have to pound running back early the same way that you used to. Like, or a lot of people like to. Like, if you're in the first four or five, like, yeah, grab, you know, McCaffrey, Zeke, Barkley, Kamara. But if you're at, like, pick, like, 8 to 12, things get a lot looser. You get some running backs that some people aren't as high on. And then coming back, like, later on, like, at the 3-4 turn, there's a lot of guys that I think are kind of interesting. Um, some guys, like, like, later on, there's, like, Rojo. There's, what, the San Fran guys. We, I've talked about James Conner plenty, like, Akers is going kind of late, um, you could take a shot on New England people, I'm not huge on it, but, like, there's, like, Jordan Howard, Brita, Tariq Cohen, and then, like, a little earlier, Gurley, and then, late, late, even after David Johnson, who could kind of fall into two, Duke Johnson, there's a lot of options later that could pan out super-duper well, so I think it's a thing where, if you want to get two stud receivers, like, if you could get, like, Hopkins... If you can get... So, in my opinion, there's a clear top five receivers of, like, Julio, uh, Hopkins, Michael Thomas, Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, in no particular order. Like, I guess Michael Thomas at the top and then the other four. But mm-hmm. 
So, like, if you can get one of those guys, or heck, if you're lucky you even get two of them, and then stack RB later, I think it's a it's a very valid strategy. So, what we're going to do is um, a draft here ourselves on Sleeper. We're going to make it, like, a half PPR draft, 12-team. Uh, I think we've got, I've got to, like, a quarterback, two running back, two receiver, tight end, two flex. So, 15-round-ish. Um now you're in here with me, I think. I, I claim the spot. What, what spot do we want to claim? Um, ten, twelve. Ten. Do we want to like tag team this though? <clears throat> well, maybe we should each do like a different strategy here. Like gotcha. you can, one of us does like no running back. The other goes early, early running back. I don't yeah. know. Like, here, do you, you, do, you, do you take pick two? one. I'll take pick twelve. Oh goodness. Okay. And then. Because you're going to take CMC, and that's going to follow from there. But I'm going to try to, like, do the, um, like, I'm going to be at the turn. I'm going to see how this zero rim, I think, goes. So have you, did it let you claim your spot? Claimed. There we go. Cool. All right. Joke's on you. I'm taking Le'Veon Bell. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> let me look at the draft settings. I don't think I have a timer on. I'll, yeah, I'll make sure there's no timer on since it's just us so we can chat about what we're doing. Sure. All so, right. yeah, I think, uh... So me taking the one one spot like that's can I already do that? Yeah. So okay. Yeah. So it's going to be Christian McCaffrey if you have mm-hmm. the number one spot. Like that's probably who you should be taking. Um, the amount that they just lean on him on that team and what he's able to do in total yards of scrimmage, like he's pretty much your one one. Yeah. Um. Oh, what did I do wrong on this draft? Do I need a timer or something? <laughs> Well, you might. You have it set to auto for the rest, or do you want us to make the picks? I thought I had it set to auto. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm over here trying to figure out sleeper right now. <clears throat> Update. All right, let's try it now. Uh, resume. Okay, now we're. Yeah, there has to be a timer. Now we're cooking with gas. Wow, so uh, five running backs went straight in a row. Yeah. There you go. For some reason, this puts Zeke really far down. That's not realistic. He's going to go top four. Yeah, I know. Um, what on earth? Anyway, so four wide receivers did go. Um, so, like, I'd like to get two of those top five from here at the turn, but I'm still going to stick to this kind of strategy to see what we can make happen. So I'm going to take Julio Jones, and then... Um, so, like, Mixon and Chubb are here, which... I would be super hard pressed to not take Chubb. You would take Chubb. I would, in a real thing, like <laughs> I would take Chubb here, but I want to see how this goes. Um, so I'm going to take Godwin right. here, who a lot of people, a lot of people have him and like Evans. I pretty much have him and Evans like right below that top tier. Wow, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> okay, so I'm. Should I stick with running backs? Like, go running back heavy early? Um, that's a good question. I guess you, you can do, like, a normal strategy. You can see if it's, like, good to get receivers later. Because it's, like, running backs you've got available. They're, like, there's, like, Kenny and Drake still. There's Fournette. There's Connor. Um, receivers, there's, like, Galladay, Thielen, Cooper, DK. Yeah, like, anybody who knows me and sees me drafting knows that Galladay is my next pick, basically. Yeah. Um, but I get the two here, so I get two. So I, I am gonna stack up uh, one Galladay, mm-hmm. but I'm also gonna take a running back as well because then I'll have two, like my two set ones. Yeah, as just like a normal draft strategy, having like your two, your RB one and two in the early rounds as early as possible. Now, there's a couple interesting picks here. Uh, Kenyon Drake. Yeah, that would be my pick here for sure. Is uh getting a lot of steam over there in Arizona. Now they've got DeAndre Hopkins. I think that only makes the offense deadlier as a whole. Um, There's also guys like James Conner and Leonard Fournette who have tremendous upside. Um, I like just the upside of Drake the most, whereas I... James Conner has a bit of an injury history thing for me, and I think think you could take Fournette here, and I'd be happy Mm -hmm. with that too. So, yeah, two running backs. Could have taken Bell as well. That would have been a fine spot at the start of the 3-1. Gotcha. So, it came back to me all the way at the turn. I'm instantly regretting my decisions. Um, 
So, but okay, so we see, we see, we've got the guy who got like at the sixth spot. He got Michael Thomas and Mike Evans, and he could have also taken James Conner. Like that's a great spot to be in. I think if you're maybe in like the eight to ten range, it's good. But if you're pushing all the way to the twelve spot, it might be a little too far back if you can get to the top five. I mean, look at a few of these teams. The eight spot grabbed Zeke, Jones, and Fournette. Now Zeke's not going to fall that far. No, yeah. But that could easily then be one of those top four receivers, Aaron Jones and Leonard Fournette. Mm-hmm. Let's see what I can do. So I'm, I can take, um, I'll take Todd Gurley here. I like him a lot as like a later guy, and then I'll pair him with. Let's see. I will go with. Um, don't know, David Singletary, or David Montgomery. I think I'm gonna go Singletary, or sorry, Montgomery. Actually, I mean, because I was gonna say David Johnson. Yeah, that, I mean, he's also an option there too. Um, uh, he's getting drafted pretty late, and yeah. his upside is tremendous. Yeah, either of the Davids there would have been a, an option. So I have Julio Jones and Chris Godwin, super stacked at receiver, and I've got Gurley and Montgomery. Kind of my goal with this is like, I know Gurley's gonna get a lot of touches way early on. And so even if I only get like a, you know, seven games out of them, I still know I have a lot. I still have super solid games when I'm getting those games. Right. Hmm. Uh, now I'm up. I've got Christian McCaffrey, Kenny Galladay, and Kenyon Drake. Um, these Mark Andrews, Zach Ertz are rather enticing uh, because tight end is a pretty steep drop off. Yeah, Juju's still there. And Juju is still sitting right there. I like, your, I like your team a lot better than mine. <laughs> so far, we'll see. I mean, CMC is... I Right now, I'm a PPR machine. Oh, it's not bad on you, I guess. Give well, me Mark, Mark Andrews. Andrews it is. Yeah, that's... Yeah, that's <laughs> um, so, yeah. Now I've got my tight end. I would now want to get another quality receiver. So, DJ Chark, DJ Moore, Juju, and Keenan Allen. I... Love Juju this year. This would be my pick, um, mm-hmm. but I will certainly hear DJ Moore or Keenan Allen even over him. Mm-hmm. All right, let's see. Coming back to me. All right, Odell's available. Uh, that's going to be hard to not grab him, so I'm just going to do that. I think, <laughs> like, he's going severely underdrafted. Like, there's no way he does worse than last year, I don't think. And then I've got both the Colts running backs. I've got Darius Geis. There's uh, Swift, Akers. Um, a lot of options here. It's it's tough because like you want to take you think okay Jonathan Taylor is like a stud. Once he gets a shot, you know I could I could take him and say okay, which I'm doing. Um, <laughs> like I can you know bank on Gurley early and then Taylor later. Yeah. So like uh, what I like about your team is you're now in the position where you can take shots on rookies with high upside like Jonathan Taylor and. I'm a, a, probably Cam Akers as well. If he yeah, falls. I I considered him there too because like I've got Julio and Godwin and Beckham, so like I'm banking on just like doing an opposite, and I'm basically gonna have these three receivers every single week, and then just rotate running backs the whole time. So oh shoot! I'm, yeah, we're back yeah to you I here. didn't even realize I was up. Okay, so yeah, there is Cam Akers. He's right there. Yeah. Um, who is someone I want to take just because I'm running out of time. Mm-hmm. But I do want I do want to take a uh, like with my two set like RB one RB twos that I'm hopefully have for most of the year. I can now take a running back, like a like a rookie running back. Yeah. With my upside. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you have your like stalwarts. My thing was like, okay, my receivers will be my stalwarts, and then my running backs I'm piecing together. <laughs> Which, since I am going running back heavy, I could do another one and take like J.K. Dobbins as well. But I'm not going to do that because I do want to get another wide receiver because I only have two mm-hmm. right now, and that's something I'm thinking about. Um, so I like Marquise Brown in his second year. Yeah, it's a. Uh... It's a solid so option, take him yeah. on a, as a flyer because even if you know Juju and Kenny Galladay, like for some reason, don't do well, maybe he has high upside. Yep. So coming back to me here, running backs available. The aforementioned J.K. Dobbins, um, receivers. There's like Will Fuller, who I am on record saying I'm pretty big on this year, um, <laughs> but I think I'm in a position where I should probably go like Dobbins. Tevin Coleman 
because my plan is this running back platoon. So now my running backs, so I've got Gurley as like my kind of lead. I've got Montgomery who those two should both get a lot of touches. That's that was the goal with that. Um, David Johnson was also an option. I think he'll get a lot of touches, but Houston just doesn't make me feel good for some reason. Although I guess Chicago doesn't either. So either David would make sense. They're looking back on. I think I would prefer Johnson, honestly. But then I've got Taylor Dobbins and Coleman as like my swings for home runs, basically. Right. That I can do because my receivers are strong. Which so yeah, I mean, so your team is getting better as the draft goes on. <laughs> which is what's kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so um, you're so back now, up. Yeah, we uh, – now notice neither of us has taken a quarterback yet. I'm about nope. to do that because this guy's fallen to me in the eighth round and is, in my opinion, one of the best quarterbacks, and that is Carson Wentz uh, in the eighth round. See, I didn't have to reach for a quarterback. I, like – Fourth, fifth, I could have taken Russell Wilson or yeah. someone. We're like the, we are like the biggest defenders of Wentz currently. <laughs> I don't understand the hate for him. Quite frankly, he's uh, he's outstanding if you ask me. And now yeah. the other guy I want to take. Do I have to take him now? Probably. Uh, oh no, where did he go? There he goes. Is uh, this tight end that I really like, Hayden mm, Hurst, now darn. in Atlanta? Because I was going to be mine. <laughs> I've got my Mark Andrews, but if he gets hurt or something, now I've got Hayden Hurst as well. Yep. All right, so it's back to me. Um, I'm probably going to hold off on quarterback still. Um, not a lot of run backs I'm excited about. Tariq Cohen's still there, but I'll probably pass. Um, now I'm back with receivers. Um, I can take Judy or Lamb or Ruggs. I have my pick of the rookies <laughs> now at this point. which There we I go. I am highly intrigued by all of them. I'm going to go Lamb because um, – I honestly, Lamb and Gallup and Cooper could all hit a thousand yards this year, and I would be like unsurprised. So, honestly, it would be okay. Like, putting can I put a bet on that? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure. So, here now, do I okay? Do I go a tight end or do I grab another receiver? So, like, I kind of like I kind of want to grab rugs, I don't know, but at the same time, uh, Tyler Higby is still there, so I'm gonna grab him. Um, the way he finished last year was fucking bonkers, and uh, the Rams are better when that was happening. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe they will um, kind of oh, keep Preston that going. Williams just went all oh, right before God. you. So yeah, okay. Rip. yeah. My Tyler Higby thinking is that they they lost Brandon Cooks too, so it's it's pretty much Cup and Woods. That's mostly a debt receiver outside of Reynolds, and so I feel like Higby's gonna get a lot of time on the field again. <laughs> Yeah, no, I agree. Okay, so now I want to take some rookies, right? Mm-hmm. I don't have a whole lot of rookies, and I want some you know, positive upside. And these are the later rounds, so if you're doing keepers, get a rookie. They're a star. Keep Ooh, them for like a I think I, know who, I think I know who you're going for. Are you going for rugs? Yep. Yeah, super high upside guy. Um, even though we've shot on the, um, I want to say, synergy between him and like the quarterbacks there. They can give him a screening and house it, and there's not a whole lot of like receiving competition there. So fantasy wise, I think he's a great option. Yeah, I mean, and if my tenth round pick doesn't work out, that's okay. <laughs> I already have the rest of my team put together, mm-hmm. but this is an opportunity to just kind of lock in on those playoffs with a a good guess on a, a young player. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I'm kind of in a pickle. I'm not really sure what to do because my team's pretty much set. <laughs> Yeah, now it's just depth. My base. Yeah, so um, what kind of depth do you want? So, hmm, I'm running out of time here. But I was going to take... Oh, I can the, pause it if we need, actually, but... Nah, it's all right. I'm just gonna take <laughs> I, do, I do have that, like, power to pause it. Yeah, see, I wasn't sure if you're gonna go more receiver or Gillo or running back depth because like I was like, okay, maybe Tariq Cohen makes sense here. That's I almost option. did go with Cohen, and then Hawkinson was also in my sights as well. <laughs> All right, so most of these robots have taken two quarterbacks already. Someone taken one. I guess I'll take a quarterback so it doesn't get terrible. But um, I've got Roethlisberger and Cough here. Uh, I'm gonna go Roethlisberger. Um. I feel like that offense should be pretty fine. But, like, wait, like even down this list, there's, like, Tannehill still, who, even though we've all talked about their aggression, 
I think he'll still be a fine fantasy quarterback probably. Or like Minshew, I think, should have a good fantasy season because I think we're going to have those garbage time Jags. Um, yeah, I mean, you got Phillip Rivers if you want to take a shot on Drew Locke. You got Jimmy G, who will be very just adequate. Mm-hmm. Then now I'm here. Do I want to take Miller? I can take probably Anderson. Um, or I can get take a shot on a guy like Justin Jackson, who I've been on board kind of like liking, which actually I think is what I'm going to do because after, like, there's Eckler, and then we don't know if it's going to be Justin Jackson or Joshua Kelly in that spot. And Justin Jackson, as the kind of incumbent, I guess, has the, you know, slight like early lead on it. So I've, I'm going for him as like a he could be the Melvin Gordon. So, like the role, I should say. <clears throat> there we go. Uh, yeah, so I want to stack up on my Wentz pick from earlier, so I'm taking his rookie wide receiver in the 12th. Oh, I thought you were maybe going to say um, Deshaun Jackson. <laughs> I definitely thought about it, but now I'm on the rookies. To... All the rookies. Um, I could really use some more running backs, I think. Yeah, because you got like... you've got your top two, and then you've got acres, but after that, that's the length that you have still, so... Yeah, some some depth will probably behoove you here. So, what are you thinking? Um, I still got Duke Johnson. That's a nice option, as well as Rashad Penny. Uh, those are probably my two favorites at the moment. Then I've got a couple flyers on some uh, some rookies. I'm mm-hmm. probably gonna go with um, Penny. I liked okay. what I saw out of him when he got time. Whereas Duke Johnson, I think, has the easiest ability to get his stuff taken by a surging David Johnson, the other Johnson. Like he could lose touches to that if he's if he plays as well as he can. Yeah, and I I get that, especially because like he because he can start the year on IR, but like you're not gonna need him right away, but it might be nice to have him kind of surge on later. So let's see. Alright. Um I can take a tight end, which I don't I think I have a tight end already. I'm good. Wide receivers, there's Tyrell, Ayuk, there's Didi um, Curtis Samuel, your guy. My Chris guy. Campbell. I got there's a lot of running backs I can take. I take Naheem Hines, which I already have Jonathan Taylor, so I don't really want to do that. It's not like a super meh, but I think I will go with uh, Curtis Samuel because I I'm on the uh, um, Teddy train. I think that Carolina is going to throw a buttload. Um, DJ Moore is going to get a, a crap load of targets, but after that, like, I'm not sure how many are going to get David Bootsy and Robbie Anderson and Curtis Samuel. So, like, Curtis Samuel could easily get 100 targets. Like, that's easily. definitely feasible. So, and he and has his rushing upside. Teddy is still available. He might not even get drafted in some yeah. leagues. So, you could literally wait until the last round to take him. Uh huh. And then running backs. I'm going to take Damian Harris here in the literal last round. Um, <laughs> if Sonny Michelle's knee is dead, then Damon Harris is the next guy up. Well, unless you count, you know, Burkhead, I guess. And then James White's the pass catcher running back. So Damon Harris has a shot, like a pretty decent shot at being a lead back for the last round of the draft. So, and then we're. Uh, I like to usually have a backup quarterback. Um. So. I have to take the only option that makes sense, <laughs> <laughs> which is to take Sam Darnold in the last, with the last pick of the draft. <laughs> it's funny, but all right. So here's here's how it goes. Um, first five rounds, I was not feeling. Or honestly, first four rounds, I was feeling pretty awful because I started Julio and Godwin okay, but then I got Gurley and David Montgomery. Um, then I was like, mm. next said it could have been David Johnson. Depends who you prefer, and then. Um, but over here we have Mozzie getting CMC, Galladay, and Drake. I'm like, oh crap! Then he's got Andrews and Juju, and Acres. I'm like, I I like his team a lot better. But as we got on, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I got Odell, Jonathan Taylor, Dobbins, who I love both of them, Coleman. So I'm like, okay, I've got these high upside running backs. So that if you know Gurley and Montgomery, or I guess would have been Johnson, are trash, then I've got <laughs> some options here. Yeah, I like the way that your team progressed throughout. Um, because thinking about it, you got Gurley and potentially David Gom- David Montgomery or David Johnson right there in the third and fourth spot. And a couple years ago, that's like your number one and two. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah. overall draft picks. That's hilarious. Um, so getting them at their like at that value, if they do end up playing for most of the year, then like your draft works out really, really well. Getting Roethlisberger really late, we all know what he can do. Yeah, like Roethlisberger is going super late a lot of times, and so like if he like if he's not like which with Roethlisberger, you'll know you'll know instantly like if he's got it or not. <laughs> And that's one of the things with some of these picks that's like, I will know, like, Ross Rigato instantly. Justin Jackson, I'll probably know instantly. Um, Curtis Samuel, I'll probably know pretty quick. Like, Gurley, even Dave Montgomery, like, I'll know quickly if those guys are going to be what I'm hoping. So, it's easy to cut bait if it's, like, meh. <laughs> I'm trying to look and see who I think had the best draft overall. Mm-hmm. And because some of the some of the computers draft hilariously, it's funny. Oh yeah. Hmm. So like this one here's got Russell Wilson quarterback, Miles Sanders and Clyde Edwards Hilaire and Devin Singletary, plus Ronald Jones and Carryon Johnson. It's also got DeAndre Hopkins, Cortland Sutton, Austin Hooper, Jerry Judy. Yeah, that's pretty solid. That's pretty solid. Yeah. But yeah, you're you're like first, like so like those first seven picks of yours. That's just like a nutso core you've got with right. McCaffrey, Drake, Akers, and Galladay, Juju, Marquise, and then Andrews. Like it's like a solid core with then just a ton of like potential upside people. Yeah, like CMC and Drake. Like they're like those guys both have pretty good shots each week at being an RB. Like they're the, the top running back. I'm excited. So. I wish this was my team. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, my like my like I could tell this is good. This would be like a stressful team to manage, but it'd be like in, in a fun way because like by week eight, if 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 this team I drafted is like four is still four and four by week eight, I think I'm set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it would have pretty high potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, what it, like if you have like Julio Jones, Godwin, and then Odell are just tearing it up. And then honestly, you got Jonathan Taylor in the sixth, and like, and if Todd Gurley's kicking ass, and you've got Jonathan Taylor kicking ass, like your team is rolling. Plus Roethlisberger. Yeah. So the the taking your receivers early strategy, I think, is reserved for if you can pretty confidently get to the top five guys, or I mean, it, it depends on how you. Godwin's and uh, or Godwin Evans, or you know maybe take one running back with it and go pretty strong receiver. But it's it's interesting because there's a lot of these middle round guys I I do like, but if you're going you know two running backs in the first two rounds, you're not going to get them. And I think it's kind of a I don't think a trade thing, but like it's it's a it's a zag kind of play because everyone's talking about all this value in the middle rounds with receiver, and it's true. Like there's. Brandon Cooks and Marquise Brown in the seventh. There's Cortland Sutton and Debo in the sixth. Like DJ Moore in the fifth here, even. So like there's a, there is a lot of receiver depth, but I think there's something to be said for getting like Julio Jones and getting Devontae Adams and stuff. But or DeAndre, yeah, yeah. Michael Thomas, these guys that are just outstanding. Yeah, and like Odell who is falling way too far. But so verdict on zero running back. I think don't don't force it like I did because I did it just to see how it would go. But if you're at a point where you don't like any of the running backs, because, like, if I'm at that turn, I'm taking Julio and Chubb in an instant. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if I'm there and, you know, maybe, like, if two of those top five receivers are left and I'm at the turn, then I highly consider just doing that and being like, all right, I am swinging my receiving dick around. <laughs> well, it's definitely a good option to do if you have that later round pick and those top five or so running backs are gone. Yeah, um, you might as well lean in on the top receivers and then grab those running backs at value in the third and fourth that are still going to be pretty good. Because mm-hmm. like any honestly, after like the top four picks, like I'm okay if you want to take Michael Thomas anywhere after that. And then like Devonte, you can often get like because I because I assume top four is going to be McCaffrey, Barkley, Kamara, Zeke, and then probably Cook and Henry right after. And Thomas making up that top seven. Then after that, it's I have no clue where people are going to go. It's just going to be personal preference. And so, 
you know, starting at pick eight, you're going to have, for the most part, those four of those top five receivers left still. So, I really like this eight spot. Mm-hmm. Like the mid picks, the six to eight spot. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there's enough running back talent and like stuff like that. So that if you want to get one, even if you don't get a top top end stud, you still don't feel like, you know, like you're just gonna lose that running back entirely this year. It feels a little better. Yeah, but yeah, because yeah, uh huh, yeah. Like if if James Connor had gotten to me at the end there, and I got Gurley and Connor, I would have felt way better about it. But then once it gets once it gets past Gurley, I pick like. One of the Davids, and it's like, mm. yeah. Like, and Mark uh, Ingram went just before you as well, so he was right there. Yeah, honestly, the more I think about it, the more I'm like totally okay with reaching on Cam Akers, like at a given point. Because <laughs> like, on, like I really honestly wish I would have taken like Ridley or Brown, even those two Falcons, and then on the way back taken Odell and Akers or something. <laughs> like mm-hmm. that would also be good. And then you can wait forever on quarterback. Like, <laughs> you really can. I even like I went early getting Wentz at eight, mm-hmm. just because I like think he's a tremendous quarterback. But um, like even eighth round, I still consider early mm-hmm. in taking one because you get all the like all the big names are going to go really early, like Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson, Deshaun mm-hmm. Watson, Russell Wilson, Kyler, and then. I don't like there's that's like the top tier and then if you don't get that then there's not really a point in wasting like still a good pick on what's just below top tier. Yeah, and like this is just a fourteen round draft. Teddy and Tannehill both did not get drafted. Right. So Jimmy Garoppolo <laughs> fell to the twelfth round. Mm-hmm. Like Burrow and Locke were to the thirteenth, so Oof. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> um, as we as we keep going forward, I want to do like another one, like really close to the season, assuming there is one, um, to see like how much it changes and like what falls and jumps. But um, thank you all for tuning in. A uh, more, I guess I'll say normal length episode today after our uh, big old banger of one last time. Oh but yeah! Hope everyone's staying safe. Um, and I, I know everyone's excited for sports as we are probably. But um, we will be back, not next week, but probably the following week for another episode. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. <laughs>